Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. My name is Keith and I'm your DM. Josh, play the ever-lovable Arlo. Zena's playing as Grim. Just Grim. And Bryce, playing as Jack Law. Wait, why just Grim? Because he said the ever-lovable ever oh, yeah. Arlo. I always say your favorite character, Jack. You said Zena's playing as Grim. Well, it's, it's assumed just, that I'm ever-lovable. Right. Just Wong. And Keith, playing the, the reprising his role as Burb and Misiko. Welcome to another... <laughs> and the rest of the yeah, world. And the rest of the world. <laughs> like uh, that rock over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome, everybody. This episode is brought to you by uh, Duke's Barbecue. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Uh, just delicious. Just delicious. And we want to shout them out here in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Uh, but welcome... We are back. Uh, we haven't. It's been a what two weeks since we recorded last. A little bit less than two weeks, really. A couple weeks. Yeah. A couple weeks. Last time the party they received the mask of many faces from Garl Glittergold. Uh, Garl Glittergold kind of made it made a mention that he that he and the other gods kind of had an eye on what they were doing as far as the the um, you know the servants of the scale and everything. Uh, he gave you the mask of many faces, M-A-N-Y, after killing Simon Simon, the not-so-lovable dwarf <coughs> bard, with the mask of many faces, M-I-N-I. He made it so his tubes didn't work. Yeah, his tubes, his head tubes didn't work. <laughs> that yeah, cracked me up. <laughs> his tubes didn't work properly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget, I say a lot of stuff every episode and I forget what I say. But I'm glad that cracked you up. Hopefully it cracked someone else up. Uh, but we're back. They met an, uh, a strange character on the road, had an overturned cart, and was being attacked by a kinku bandit named Misiko. Ironically, stranger than all of us. Yeah, he's a, kind of an oddly reptilian guy. He's got like slits for a nose, and his ears are long and pointy, and his skin is kind of dry and yellow with gray splotches. Uh, you can't really tell how old he is, but he seems to be like not old, but also not young, kind of middle-aged. Uh, and he, uh, you were wary of him at first, but he seemed to be telling the truth when he told you kind of his story and what he was doing. Uh, so he's trying to get back to the round aisle. You're trying to get to the round aisle. Uh, so you allowed him to accompany you. Uh, you all made camp. Uh, Arlo and Burb went, uh, into the woods for, to look for, uh, rabbits during the nighttime <coughs> while Arlo, or while Jack and... What's his name? Go ahead and get it. Grim. Yeah, Grim. Grim. <laughs> Grim's name. Just Grim. Yeah, just Grim. The... Well, I mean, he never goes by Thaddeus Baker. Yeah. I guess he could. That'll, 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 have to be a, that'll have to be a character moment later on. <coughs> Thad. When he throws Thad. off the Grim moniker. Grab that pen if y'all need a pen. He's, he's not going to th- call me Thaddeus. He's not going to throw off the Grim moniker. Yeah. But he's going to... Uh, I'm the one Because it's like a trust thing. Sure. That's why he doesn't... That's why he didn't say it to anybody Bird at first. be the first. Sure. To but. get to to finish up the recap, uh, our Jack was awoken in the middle of the night to see Misiko running off from the uh, from the tent. Uh, Jack I don't believe, was already woken. And yeah, Jack was already up. He was meditating. Grim is still asleep by the campfire, and Misiko is running away from the cart, seemingly in the direction of where Arlo and Burb have gone. When you gotta go, uh, you gotta go. I don't think that was stated. It was like, not. That was but not it okay. Is. I imagined like. Uh, Arlo and Burb went off to the right, and he's just booking it off to the, the straightforward direction. No, he's actually he is he seems to be headed the same direction that Arlo and Burb were headed. 
gotcha. uh, when you spotted him, I didn't. I, I did not mention this because um, I'd forgotten that you had seen him. What were Arlo and Burb after again? Rabbits. They were just going mm-hmm. in the woods. There was Burb was heading out, and I said, Bur- "Burb, I just don't feel right about you going all by your lonesome." Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I asked Burb if he wanted someone to go with him or something. He said no. Yeah. Because he doesn't sleep good, and like he his heart rate was high or something. He said. <laughs> Uh, but we're back in the game, so Jack, probably <clears throat> a hundred or so, maybe more feet ahead of you is a Misiko who seems to be, you know, trotting off in the direction of Bar- uh, Burb and Arlo, uh, and you are in the cart with the, the, the covered wagon looking out at him from the front, through the front. Gotcha. So um, between you and he are two horses. Okay. So... Begin! <laughs> the horses are not transparent. Grim. Yeah. Does he need a roll to wake me up? I don't think so. Throw something at you. I mean, if, yourself if you want to canonize that you are such a heavy sleeper that you need there needs to be significant effort to wake you up, you're allowed to. I think it's more of like a militant sleep, like it's a duty to sleep. Not <laughs> he just like he Is lays it? down and he goes to sleep, and then he can wake up like the drop of a hat. And it sounds like we don't need to roll. Okay. Sounds good. Yes. Wake Grim. That's not his voice. <laughs> Wait what? I said wake. Oh. <laughs> I'm awake. What Good. do you need? Misiko is running off into the forest. He's going the same direction as Arlo and Burb. I dash that way. I'm dashing as I was saying these words to him. Okay. <clears throat> do I roll to catch up or? Are you dead? What are you just running after him? Yeah. Um. Sure. If you want to, yeah, we can do combat. Uh, everybody roll initiative, I guess, for dashing. Maybe you're going to use right. the dash action and go twice your speed. Fair enough. Hey. While they're rolling up, Three. is this like moments after Burb and I left? No, it's this... probably two hours or so. Okay, okay. So I don't need to roll. No, uh-uh. Okay. I'm going to get to you guys. That's good. Um, and Jack, what'd you roll? And Grim, what'd you roll? I got a 10. That dang old 8. I'm not deep All right, so Misiko has uh, actually has achieved a higher roll than you all. Uh, so... And... So... Uh, Misiko, uh, roll perception for me. <coughs> Both of you. 24. Go with his. Okay, Grim, what you see, Jack, as you're sprinting. I got sprint, 17. You see it too. It's not hard to see. He's not that far away. Um, yeah, if you ever, if there's ever a questionable <coughs> roll, or even if it's not questionable, just let me know what you rolled that way. I, can I was just adding it up so you could go ahead and start explaining. Gotcha. So, Grim and Jack, as you both sprint towards him, y'all are kind of neck and neck at this point. Grim, you're probably a little bit behind Jack. Um, but you each see that uh, Musico does not seem to be sprinting away from you. Um, he is not, you know, he's not, it's, it's more like a, you know, a, a metered trot. It's just, he seems to have a place to be. He doesn't look like he is sprinting and trying to get away or get to anything. It's more of kind of like a, he's just, uh. he's got something he wants to do. At the end of the other one, it seemed as though he was, like, speeding off into the forest. I may have said that, and I apologize. Let's <clears throat> retcon and say I didn't say that. Okay. I probably was sensationalizing the moment a little bit. Gotcha. Um, probably shooting for a pretty good cliffhanger last week. But you, you know how the shows do. They cliffhang you, and then you come back, and you got a little bit more building action. So Well, then I'm not going to tackle him. I'm going to call out to him. <laughs> okay, yeah, so he's definitely running, but it's not such. It's not like he's putting, you know, the pedal to the metal, or it's, he's not like looking back periodically to make sure no one's following him. He's just kind of, you know, doing something. Right. So you want to call out to him? Can I use my dash to catch up to him? 
Oh, absolutely. So he's going to travel with homeboy's speed. Uh, yeah, he's going to travel right. his he's going to travel his thirty feet. You're going to travel sixty, so you'll close the gap by thirty feet on him. All right. So you are probably will call you seventy feet away at this point. Okay. Did we ever decide if I could use like double my dash by using the bonus action dash? Just like going. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just a one. It's so you can use that as a. You can double your movement speed and still do other stuff. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we ever broached that subject on this show. At least, um, I kind of I feel like I would call it like Venus would be. You know that it is. It's just as a rogue, you have the opportunity to add a dash to what you're doing, but yeah. maybe double dash is a little much. So right. you can be a dashing rogue. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 we're sorry you had to hear that, everybody. I'm no. not. That was good, Venus. I'll give it to you. You're good. not my dad. You can't make jokes <laughs> like that. All right, back to the game. Misiko, wait, where are you going? Um, I'm going to roll perception to see if he can hear you. Because he's not really listening to you. going to throw it down. Yeah. Um, he does hear you. Uh, so he like he stops moving. Um, and also, what you saw, sorry, with your perception roll earlier, you saw that Misiko was, had an extra sword on his... He never had a sword. He was unarmed earlier. So he has one sword on his hip now. Um, as opposed to uh, not having anything. And when you, upon examination, you know, we'll just say he's far away. All you see is his sword. Okay. That's all. Uh, Misiko turns around and he says, Oh, he- hello, Jack. I'm sorry to have woken you. I'd be there with him. Absolutely. You made it. I, I rolled higher than him. <coughs> sure. For initiative. Oh, you did. Sorry. Yeah, you're right there with him. Oh. Y- y'all are equal to each other at this point. Each 70 feet away from Misiko. I. I'm sorry to have woken you. I was heading off towards where Arlo and Burb went. They're hunting. Why are you interrupting them? <clears throat> I'm not trying to interrupt them. Burb left his sword by the, the campfire. He left his, his... I was trying to give, bring his sword to him. I was afraid that he might be harmed in the darkness. When we made camp, he put his sword down. and I wanted to, to bring, bring it to him. We go inside. Sure. <clears throat> Fourteen? Uh, he seems to be telling the truth. Right. You also roll? Yeah, I got a four. I don't know. That was kind of you, Misko. But uh, Burb's sword, it makes a horrible sound whenever you unsheath it. He probably left it behind so he wouldn't scare off whatever he's hunting. That is true. Ah, well, I'm very I'm very sorry. I, I just, he's so small and... I have, to, I have a feeling we're so close. Maybe we could just take it to him since we're all the way out here see how they're doing. Oh, hunting. certainly. But you should know, Burb is tougher than he looks. Tougher than Grim. Jack, <laughs> nobody messes with Burb. On his best day. I'm, I'm certain he is, but I just want to bring him... I, I, I wouldn't want to leave behind my own blade. So he turns around and starts walking that way. You're welcome to join me. Isn't Very it, well. Isn't it odd, though? He did leave behind his blade. It is... Though Burb was acting a bit strange. That is true. Probably because I killed many of his fellow kinkus. I didn't want to say that, but yes, probably. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know who I am, Jack. No need to be shy. I envy you for that. So you guys are walking. <clears throat> let's cut quickly to Arlo and Burb, who have been two hours in the woods already. So let's cut back in time to where you first entered the, the area where Burb has decided he would like to hunt. Arlo is on his knees crying over a dead squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) I tried making a new friend. Burb has his bow in his hand 
and he says, oh, oh, no. He has a crossbow. Huh? He has a crossbow. He does have a crossbow, sorry. Mm-hmm. His crossbow in his hand. Uh, oh, oh, no. Wait, let's st- stick together, friend, and we will <clears throat> find Rabbit. Sounds good. You lead the way, Burb. Okay. Burb is going to lead the way by rolling a nature, which is intelligence. There's wisdom. Wisdom. Wait, it's wisdom. No, it's no, it is intelligence. It's nature, because survival's wisdom. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah, so we got it backwards. I guess it really it doesn't matter. I mean, if if you're trying to find an animal to pet, I guess it would be nature. If you're trying to find one to kill, that'd be survival. Either way, it's going to be the same rule. Uh, bird rolls a ten. So you guys spend probably thirty to forty-five minutes out there with bird leading the way, um, right. and you don't see any rabbits. He seems is this- like. In time with what's going on with us, or is no, this, this right is after they left? Right after they left. Okay. So this is two hours in the past. Kinda. Gotcha. Now it's an hour and fifteen minutes in the past because <clears throat> you've been walking around forty-five minutes following Burb. He's can I? Can I? As Arlo, can I roll in an insight see if I notice Burb is just behaving any differently, or if he's just standard issue bourbon? Sure. Okay. So, so nine plus six, fifteen. Oh yeah, Burb seems to be. Not being dishonest with you, he just seems to be perturbed. Uh, Burb does not seem to be particularly pleased that you have joined him on this adventure. He seems to have desired some alone time, but he's you know he's not like frustrated with you. He's just you know seems to be working through some things, and this is how he's doing it. But in doing so, he's well, he's, yeah. well Arlo, Arlo like internally Arlo's okay with that because he wants to make sure that his friend is okay above, above everything else. So. True. I do. I definitely appreciate those looks into the character's motivations, guys. Much, much obliged. Uh, so Burb is, and you can tell. Part of the, his tells of this is he's not. The last time he went hunting when alone, he came back with a squirrel for, or a squirrel for everybody, or a rabbit for everybody. Back before you came to Fark, uh, he's he's not bad at this. He's in tune with nature, but he's kind of like stumbling over things, and you know he can tell you he's thinking about stuff, and he's like kicking rocks and breaking twigs and scaring stuff off before you guys can even see it. Um, and so after about 45 minutes, Burb just stops and leans against a tree. Uh, and he says, I find no rabbit. None. Arlo, what wrong? Uh, Burb, maybe your heart's just not in it today. Heart in it? Come on, friend. Let's, let, find more. Find, find rabbit. We do it. All right, all right. Hey, you know what? While we're looking for rabbits, we can also look for some of them uh, healing herbs and maybe something we can cook it with. Help, help me look for rabbit first, then come on, friend, for herb. Sound good. So, do you agree to help Burb with this? I am, I'm 100% on board with whatever Burb wants to do. Okay. I, I am the support. Alright, so Burb, you wander around for another, you know, 30 minutes. Nothing. Okay. Not a thing. Okay. Burb just can't, for some reason, he just cannot find a rabbit tonight. He cannot. And he like, you've seen a few birds... And he seems to be so fixated on the rabbits. You've seen a couple things that might have been good food, and Burb has just kind of like, you know, pulled up his crossbow and then been too, you know, scatterbrained to actually fire. He waits too long to shoot. Uh, and Burb's just not having a good night. Can I roll a perception to see if I see any? Roll a nature check for me. Let's do that old nature check. Technically, it is survival. Cause, it is, yeah. Because yeah, the, the key thinking. difference is nature is like you recall things. So it's like, where uh, does a rabbit, yeah. where would a rabbit be versus how can I track right. a rabbit? You're right. Survival it is. My bad, y'all. <laughs> I do not find a rabbit. That right. is a 
I can't even one. find a tree. <laughs> yeah. So as you're so sad, I'm sure where I am. Sadly, Burb is on the trail of one. You you can even kind of sniff it, but Ooh. you you move a little bit too fast, and as Burb is pulling up his crossbow, waiting for something to pop out, you stumble and like knock Burb over. Oh. And then Burb shoots you. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, friend. Burb like hits the ground and kind of with a tear in his eye, he like he hits the ground. And he's like, Come on, friend. This- Start a bad day. Alright, Burb, it's alright. It's alright. You wanna talk you wanna talk about it? Although very happy not slave anymore, but so much killing, so much death, and other other kinku died today. And no one care. Well, my Burb, that ain't really true now. Now, we cared because somebody else was getting attacked. Now we saved a person. Yes, we we did kill some people, or at least some of us did. But the point being, we did, or at least I feel, we did right in this situation because we helped somebody who could My not apologies. help themselves. St- not, did you hear that bird? Not have to. <laughs> I did. It's, we looked for rabbit. No, it's just so much death so far. People die and not need to die. But we, I, you and my friends, and I, I stay with come home friends. Sounds good, Bert. But but you know, you know what, Bert? We're we're all in this together. If you ever needed to talk about something or just get something off your birdie chest, you you, you know we're always here for you. Arlo, Bert, maybe just learn to not feel, kill better. No, I don't think that'd work either. If you're not really feeling, then what's the point of it all <clears throat> to begin with? How, how, how do you know where your compass points so that you're not killing for the wrong reason or killing the wrong people? How do you know you're not saving the wrong people? True. Hope not kill wrong people. Well. But we got, we must find Rabbit. All right, let's see if we can try one rabbit. more. Yeah. Now, narratively speaking, we've already, we're hitting the rule of three here. So mm-hmm. if this was a real TV show, Burb would... After this touching chat, we'll have to find a rabbit. But we'll see if D&D lines up. Pops out like Godzilla. He does! Hassan hey. <laughs> Pfeffer. He does find a rabbit. So, Burb finds a rabbit. There's one hopping. Uh, Burb says, shh, 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 shh. There's one there. That one. <laughs> Burb, you think you can get a shot off? No, can. <laughs> and he doesn't spell no for you, so you have no idea whether, whether he meant I can't or I can't. <laughs> What's the AC on a rabbit? Probably pretty high for you know natural armor for being able to sprint around. It's also a small like creature. Natural. Okay, you got him. Yeah. Uh, Bird fires this this crossbow bolt, ruining zero meat right through the skull, nailing him to a tree. Nice. Keith, I got bad news. What? Rabbits are not an animal in D and D five Well, that, luckily we're going to invent rabbits. Yeah. Luckily, it doesn't matter because he rolled a net twenty, so it definitely hit. No, I just. I'm completely joking. I have a compendium yeah. on my phone, okay. and I Googled, I looked up rabbits, and it didn't come up with anything. And I was like, well, it's a jackalope instead. Rabbit. <laughs> but he fires a crossbow bolt. It sticks that rabbit to the tree. The rabbit didn't feel any pain. And he, Bird, loads another crossbow bolt and leans, goes up to Arlo and says, Clean kill. Good job, Bird. <laughs> see, see, you didn't lose your touch after all. Never. 
Burb never will. <laughs> you yeah. won't. Perfect shot. So, Look yeah. so Burb, <laughs> after after succeeding in this, um, in this sort of like tr- symbolic trial for himself, uh, Burb is much more confident now. Um, Sounds good. Big, big pat on the back for old Burb. Yep. So Burb is very excited now. I'm very happy. This conversation you had and everything, you guys kind of taught me your way through the forest. So finally, as you're killing this bird, uh, this rabbit. Oh my. Sorry. Are we about to meet up? Yeah. Okay, I want to stealth because I, I'm trying not to disturb what is being hunted. Okay, yeah. I, so I know meta that it's not going to because course, it's already did, sure. but still. Um, do you want to notify Grim and Misiko that that is something you should do? Uh, yeah. I think I hear them up ahead. Perhaps we should be quiet. I can, <coughs> I can very, try. Very good idea. <laughs> I smell Arlo. That be passive 47. perception, Arlo. Passive perception? Yeah. Let's see. Sixteen. Right. What'd you get? Twenty-seven. Seven. All right. So, Camisico <laughs> and. Uh, and Jack kind of go together and they crouch down and they begin to step lightly through the forest. Grim, how would you like to make noise? <laughs> right, well, it's wearing heavy armor gives Ooh, you disadvantage yeah. with stealth because yeah. of the noise. So Grim, normally he wouldn't sneak. He'd just be walking. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess this time, like, he would try to be sneaky maybe? Yeah. So it's your heavy armor, you... So what happens is you all follow the same path. Mm-hmm. You're, you, can, you can see Arlo and Jack at this point, but you, uh, Arlo and... I mean, you can see Jack... Arlo and Re- Burb at this point. You're right behind Jack and Misiko. Uh, Jack steps over a, a, a fairly thin log... Uh, to get over this little puddle that you're walking through, Misiko also steps on that log to get over. But your 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 extra weight, that heavy armor, you step on it, and that log cracks. So Arlo and Burb, you hear a <laughs> from the woods about thirty feet behind you. Burb says, "Who's that?" Burb, Burb, who's that? And put, points to the cross out there. Come out, not friend. <laughs> easy, 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 easy. I, I put my hand on on the end of the crossbow, push it down a little bit. Do they see us? Uh, really, they only see you, and you're like a dark figure in the woods. Okay. Stay hidden. I want to dash straight forward and toward you. them. I'm just gonna run toward them. Like as soon, like as soon as they see me, I'm just gonna like sprint okay. forward. I can't do anything negative to you. I was thinking about accidentally shooting you with verb. Do I notice that it's no? Him? You do. It's, okay. It's okay. Well, because then... you failed the stealth check, so I can't say they don't really recognize you. That you're seen. So they. So as verb is pointing his his crossbow around, verb says, <laughs> just, <laughs> he, he sees me, and down. I just just raise my right hand up in like a like a still wave. Yeah. Oh, it's just. Sorry, right, verb. It's just a loon. Hey. What? None, none, none. Hey, we caught this uh, rabbit over here. We stuck it to this tree for convenience. Burb stuck to tree. Not yeah, me. yeah. I, I, I got a hint, Burb. Burb really, uh, Burb really came through on that one. That was a perfect shot. We should have been gonna, here for that. Well done, Burb. I'm <clears> gonna <throat> shrug to Misiko, just like, guess we come out now. Hey, what are y'all doing out here? We came to check on you. You've been gone for over two hours now. You really been that long? Burb, how long you think we've been out here? About two hour on the dock. <laughs> By my watch. <laughs> Pulls out a jewel encrusted yeah. watch. <laughs> uh, so Misiko steps up and he says, Burb, we, I, I saw your sword and by the campfire you left it there so I wanted to make sure you had it just in case 
there were some dark beasts out in here in the woods. Have you encountered anything frightening out here? Orlo puts up a hand slowly. What? I am that dark beast. What? Oh, you are a small gnome. You are not a dark beast. Don't worry about it. You are as pale as the cool. day is long, Arlo. I am, though. Thank you for noticing. You're, you're welcome. Ooh, did not mean to leave, sword. Thank you, Mystico. Uh, and he reaches out what? and he grabs <laughs> he grabs the sword by the sheath. Uh, and Burb is very excited. Burb is obviously he's he's very happy to have overcome or seemingly overcome this emotional trauma that he was experiencing. He is very happy to have uh, you know shot that the dead eyed that rabbit, and he's you know he's pleased that all his friends are there. Uh, and he says, "Burb, have bad day, but Burb ready to to help friends again. Thank you, Burb in debt." For taking him and not making him not slave. Thank you. I'm oh. just glad you're happy, Bird. Don't mention it, Bird. I'm gonna go pull the rabbit out of the tree for him. Okay. Do I need to strength check that? Or? You do not. Okay. <laughs> you about to say something, Grim? Uh, no. Okay. I was about to, but it's already been answered. So. Gotcha. Uh, and so in in his glee of doing that, he grabs his sword and he goes now. To the round aisle! And he pulls his sword out, not thinking about it. Burp, no! <laughs> and whenever he does that, you hear... <laughs> this extremely loud sound, and he's like... He freaks out. He takes some, some psychic damage. Um, Burp does. I thought... Keith made a motion of bringing his, his hand to his head. I thought Burb was about to stab himself with the sword. I was like, dear lord, uh, make it stop. Burb takes some psych- one point of psychic damage from the sword. Is it just Burb or anybody just around Burb? It's okay. only the person who draws it. Okay. Uh, and he sheaths it back. He says, Ooh, sorry, friend. Sorry, friend. Sorry. It's all right, Burb. No harm, no foul. Can I do a perception to see if like anything like wildlife wise has changed? Has anything run about or something? Yeah. You I feel like do I that. feel like that's a Can bit I make meta, Josh. Stealth. <laughs> because I thought I was being attacked. Uh, I got an eighteen. I got a nineteen to stealth. And a... What are we doing? Perception. Yeah. Yep. Then I got a 23. Woohoo! So everybody's rolled 23. My passive perception is higher than my active perception? Uh. Then the perception roll, I guess it's not active. Yeah, nothing's trying to sneak against you. I'm just seeing if y'all hear something. 18. 18. Okay. You all hear it. You hear from through some trees, you hear this very low and deep roar. But also intermingle with that low and deep roar Coming from what seemingly the same creature And I'm taking some liberties with what this creature sounds like uh, But it's like a low A low But mixed with like a high Like a just weird mixture of low and high shrieking um, That seems very mythical and very odd uh, And <clears throat> I guess Roll a nature right animal Nature check to see if you know what it is I think I have, I have advantage on that, right? Because of the book. Uh, I don't remember what I said about the book, but I think so. I got oh, on animal handling, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. animal handling. Um, I got eleven. 
I got 18 again. Arlo, you know. Eight. All right, Arlo is the only one who knows what it is. That is the telltale sign of a basilisk. Oh. And it is very close and headed your way. We're going to get wrecked. Burr. Burr. You get yep. that crossbow ready? I don't know if we can win this fight. I think we better get back to the camp. Birdlight raised his crossbow. He say, "It beat us back there. We kill here now." Jack, Grim, good that's, kill. That's that sounds an awful lot like a basilisk to me. I don't think we need to be staying around here. I'm with Bird. Also, I call into question how he knows that it can beat us back there. Some some things in Burb's past may need to be explored. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I agree with Burb. I, I think it. I've seen their kind before. <laughs> I think it knows where we are. I think we, we're gonna have to fight it. Misiko speaks up and he says, "I've never been on such adventure before. Yes, let us stay and fight." Misiko, do you have a weapon? He says, "No." I give him the trident. <laughs> Misiko grabs the. Ooh, trident. That's kind of a cool aesthetic. I like the lizard man with the trident. <laughs> sparkle, sparkle. What's the trident specs? D8 plus... Something rough is, right? Strength. I don't know if it's finesse. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled with a K. <laughs> yeah, we'll just call it a... We'll call it... He's not proficient with it. We'll just give him a plus one because of strength. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it'd be strength or strength or dex. I don't know. But I'm going to... Misko, you can keep that... Okay. As well. He says, oh, Yeah. Hey, thank you, Grim. It will taste blood today. His name is Poxy, by the way. Poxy, you and I shall be great friends. Good old Poxy. It's Krong Strong. Does <laughs> <laughs> it say that on the side? Strong. I think it says Poxy on the side. It might. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very ornate. <laughs> he looks at it and he says, It is beautiful. I. You may never tell the man who made that that you said that, but I will try to remember, and if I see him again, I will tell him. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Uh, so, everybody roll up initiative for you as the basilisk comes crashing through the trees. Oh, can I have had... Uh, would my perception allow me to know which direction it's coming from? Absolutely, it would. And prepare for that? Like, no, if everybody is, like, here I want to be kind of around where it's coming in. Okay, so so yeah. I can do the old flanky-stanky. It's coming at him head-on. We'll say you knew which direction it was coming, and you were able to get kind of to the side flankish area. All right, cool. So, let's see. We'll say, Arlo, you're Ooh, far left. Geez. Burb is uh, next, going to the right. Grim, you're next, going to the right. And then, finally, you have Misiko on the far right. And then Jack is kind of out in no man's land. <clears throat> Did you stealth? Mm. It was a 19 for stealth. I gotta remember what this man can do. Okay, yeah, it doesn't see you. Sweet. Alright, so everybody roll initiative for me. What you got, boy? I got a 2. I got a 24. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nat 20 plus 1. Oh. So, not a nat so just a nat 20? Darn it. Well, it'd be a tw it's 21. Yeah. You got a nat 20, though. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so technically that one. Nat 20 is better than the 21. Yeah. Sorry, let me mark down these. You good, hoes? Oh, yeah, we need to have dialogue during these times. Yeah. Something to talk about. 
Let's give him something to talk about. Not that. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember what Grim can do. Lots of things. That's true. <laughs> Alright, everybody's Things rolls, dealing in death please. of the hand. Bro, what? Everybody's rolls? Two. Two. Grim's a two. So Grim, you got two. <clears throat> um, anybody roll less than a four? Okay. Josh, you got the nat 20. You'll be first. Arlo will be first. Um, 24. Oh, roll again. Um, 19. Roll again. 23. Okay. You're going first. <laughs> Sorry about that. You and we're all up on each other. Dang, those are some good initiative rolls. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but during combat, ooh, no. We'll see. We'll the Whiffening, part two. All right, so, part three, it so this battle is taking place. You've got Arlo, Jack. Uh, it, per present in this battle, you've got uh, Arlo, Grim, Jack, Misiko, Burb, and finally, Big Bad Basilisk. If you need a reminder of what this thing is, it's like a giant fat salamander with big sharp teeth. It's got these big spiky... Uh, red spiky things. Red spiky things all down its back. Mm. How many legs is it? I think like six. Six, six, six legs. It's huge. This thing's huge. Um, and it's it's a big one. It also... Is it considered a huge creature? Or is it a large creature? I think it's large. I don't think it's... it's yeah, sorry. Large. It's just a big boy. It is a medium monstrosity, actually. Oh, so oh, this, really? <clears throat> But this one could be termed large. It is okay. bigger than normal because you recognize... That is bigger than normal because the one that you saw at the at the constable's mansion was bigger than normal. Oh. And you noticed that this is the same one from the constable's manor. Hey, it's Jim. And it roars once more. Covers his eyes. I'm fine, blind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that is some, that's important. There's there's special things about this monster. That I guess all of you will need to roll um, a nature check again. No, we we discussed some, yeah. didn't we? In Did in character. Well, I I remember talking about it when we first saw it. I don't remember if that was in character. Cause we all, uh, either me or Grim got a good roll. I remember Arlo got an oddly poor roll okay. on knowing what it was at that right. time. But he definitely knows now. Yeah. So, so we all discussed what it is. Bourbon well, I knew what it was because I told the family, "Don't look that way." Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh. I couldn't remember if that was meta or what. So, as the battle begins, you hear Burb say, What the heck? <laughs> it's a basilisk, Burb. Don't look. Okay. And as also... Is it, you, is it not look or is it when it looks at you? I got a 21 for nature. To so, know. That, if you meet eyes with it, I think. That's yes. The so, important for this battle, and I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you this, but I will, is that before you begin your turn, you can tell me I avert my eyes. That way, you will can avoid... The uh, basilisk's gaze, uh, because the basilisk can force you to make a dexterity say or uh, make a what is it called? Wait, um, constitution. <clears throat> yeah, get, a constitution saving throw. If you do not avert your eyes, you get disadvantageous. Yes, on your if you avert, if you close your eyes or avert your eyes or whatever, I'm going to give you disadvantage for attacking this monster. Okay. Because you will be not be looking at it to attack it. <laughs> Um, but Verb says, what's that? But also when you look at Misako, as he prepares, he does cover his eyes when he grabs his trident. It worked. So I'm first? 
Arlo, you were first, sir. The basilisk sits probably 60 feet in front of you. So if I turn to stone and somebody kills me as a stone thing, will my necklace activate? (laughs) (laughs) You become restoned. Um, I think, honestly, the first thing that I want to do is I want to cast Flaming Spear. Okay. Uh, Guess what it is? It is a Flaming Spear. Flaming Spear, okay. Yep. Spear or Spear? Spears. Oh. Ace Workle. Flaming Fear. Wow, I want that one. Yeah. Oh, Sphere. Alright, so it lasts up to a minute. It's got a range of 60 feet. Um, it's a five foot diameter sphere of fire. Appears in unoccupied space of your choice within range and lasts for a duration. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the sphere must make a deck saving throw. The creature takes 2d6 fire damage on a fail. Half as much damage on a successful. Uh, bonus action on my turn. I can move it up to 30 feet. Okay. So, you're putting this on the basilisk? I am putting it as near to as possible because I want to create light and damage. Okay. It's a uh, it's 60 foot range. So. Okay, so you can put it right on it. Cool. All right, I'm going to put that right on there. He's going to roll a dexterity saving throw? Yes, indeed. He rolled a six. That is probably not going to do. Correct. All right, roll so it does on him. 2d6 fire damage. That is where. And a two, so that is number six. Okay. Cutting it down the middle. So as the fire, the fire envelops the front end of this basilisk. Uh, it, you can hear it sizzle. There's steam coming off of it as the dew of the of the evening sizzles off of the back of this basilisk, and he shrieks again. Nice. I also want to um, I want to tell Burr, Burr, don't don't look at it. Don't look at it. Whatever you do, don't look at it. Why not? I, I don't want to like carry it. you out of here as an ornamental statue. Don't look at that thing. Lots of words, not look. Don't turn you into a rock. Won't look. Don't look. <laughs> okay, so bird does not look. Bird, oh, you know, crap, I looked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that all you do with your turn? Any movement or anything else? Uh, no, I'm staying in kind of the center of this little clearing where, where bird is. Okay. Um, that's where I'm hanging out for now. Sure. Jack. Uh, uh, rabbit in hand. What do you do? Stack. How much action is it going to be to stash that rabbit in my bag? No, 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 I'm kidding. You okay. already did. Um, Toss it towards the flaming sphere. Roast <laughs> it. <laughs> How close is he? Uh, he would be probably 30 feet away from you, okay. diagonally going up to the left. All right. Um, then can I stealth up behind him and chop up? I feel like his head would probably be... You could probably get behind his front legs. I don't think you get all the way... I mean... Because he's a big monster, he probably takes up more than five feet worth of space. So, so if you're 30 feet away from the front of him, I mean, I don't know if we want to mint stuff like that, but... Just for y'all's reference on, like, any actions you want to take, this, the sphere is, like, right up on top of him. Within 20 feet of him is bright light, and another 20 feet out is dim light. I won't mince words. I won't mince the, the size of the creatures necessarily like that, unless they're absolutely gargantuan. I feel like with the amount that it has done as Jack... Is am I doing this right? What? Me emerging from cover to chop at him with a knife, he's gonna see me, and I know he's I'm gonna know you're there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon so, as you make that first attack, but what you have been doing is doing hide afterwards, or yeah. like you're returning. Oh, my! I remember now. My sneak attack activates even as long as he's just the only thing around me whenever I attack him. So it does not matter. Gotcha. Then so I'm gonna run in, and I'm just gonna chop him however I can, and I'm gonna run past him, or I'm gonna disengage past him. Into okay. the trees. And so he doesn't see you then? No, he does see me. Okay. And I'm not averting my gaze because I don't want to flub this. 
Okay, so you sprint past him and you kind of like try to drive your cleaver on one of his legs going mm-hmm. by because he's so big. Um, so he is going to notice you once you attack him, mm-hmm. but you go past him with your disengage to roll to attack. All right. Ooh, boy. That's a 22. That's what hit All right. I'm hitting him with Booming Blade. Booming Blade. All right. So Boom that blade. Dang it. Dang it. Not happening. Not tonight. This is as good initiative rolls that jinxed it. Yeah. Folks, hope you're enjoying the show. If you are enjoying the show, be sure to leave a review on iTunes. Uh, we like making this show, and we would love to make it more and make it better. Uh, reviews and help go to patreon.com slash network to support us if you'd like. He took 16, and he'll take another 5 if he tries to move towards us. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. So you slice the the basilisk on his leg, and you know it's it's definitely tough, tough skin. But you know his black blood begins to leak out as you slice through his leg and you sprint past. Crap! I said disengage, but that uses my movement speed. What? What? Disengage uses my movement no. speed, doesn't it? No. I get thirty feet of disengage. You disengage, and then you can use your movement speed, or you cannot yeah, use your so movement you're, speed. Yeah, you so think, you're thinking dodge. You're not past No, him. dodge doesn't use movement speed either. What? So, right. yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, so, you move 30 feet toward him to chop mm-hmm. him. Disengage is not like that. So, yeah, disengage is no movement involved. So, uh, yeah, so disengage kind of doesn't help you very much at this point. You could well, dash away. Yeah, disengage is like... You're attacking something up close, and then you're like, oh, no, I decided not to do this, and then you disengage and run away, and they can't attack you while you're running away. Yeah, but I've already used up all my movement speed. So you can't do anything. You can dash away, and he'd get an attack of opportunity against you, but that's... I'm going to dash away, dash away. Okay. Dash away all? Yeah. Uh, So he's going to turn and try to bite you, then. He's going to whip his head around to his leg and try to bite you as he's still trying to move forward. Um, Your hero... (coughs) Ooh, a 23. No, yeah. 22. Yeah. Okay. That's going to do... So six damage to you. All right. Not a big bite on this bad boy. And I'm cutting that in half with my uncanny dodge. Nice. So he just barely nicks your leg as you sprint by. You get a... a one of your legs kind of grazes a tooth. I like the picture that I ran in and like slid as I chopped at the leg and sure. then kind of went into a tumble. But he caught me as I was standing back up. Sounds good. Absolutely. I like it. I That's like that sweet visual. Move. Sweet move. <laughs> love the slides. Love, love the sprints. Uh, it is Misiko's turn. Real action here we... Misiko is going to step up to the basilisk as close as he can. He's going to take, or no, he's going to, he's going to just inch up thirty feet with his uh, arm over his face, averting his eyes. So he's going to use his thirty feet of movement and stand there with his trident. He says, "This is exhilarating." As he steps forward, now we go to his turn. <laughs> Arlo has a sinking <clears throat> feeling we might have to peel Misiko up off of something later. Yeah, Misiko seems to like, Chisel. you know, not been in this situation before, <laughs> maybe. Uh, Bird is going to close his eyes and say, Oh, oh no. <laughs> Aiming in right place? Um, where? You, you say, halfway, through your sentence, over there. halfway through your sentence, he pulls the trigger, he fires. Aim <laughs> to the fire. He does not hit. So his his arrow flies to the right of the basilisk, and as 
Jack runs away. He feels the arrow <laughs> passes by between him, pass by between him and the basilisk. Verb say, hit it. No uh, verb. No, no, I don't think you hit it. Get next careful. Time. <laughs> he like as he has his eyes closed. He uh, you can't see me on the pod <laughs> listening to the podcast, but whenever I'm speaking as verb, my hand is out with a crossbow <laughs> and I'm like waddling back and forth with my eyes closed. Uh, and he yanks his Imagine crossbow. He yanks his crossbow down and jams another bolt in there and says, Next time. Next time, Bird. Next time. Uh, it is now the Basilisk's turn. Um, he is going to look directly at Arlo. Hello. Who made mm. this spell on his face. There's a five-foot-wide flaming sphere between me and him. The spell doesn't say anything about it obscuring vision. So I can't allow that necessarily to obscure his vision. But just cause a it, ball of fire? Well, okay. I mean, he could probably see Rules through a ball written. of fire, and yeah, I, 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 it's sometimes we don't want—I don't want to add, you know, extra effects to spells necessarily, okay. just because you know I think they're they're made, and if we can interpret them as close to their original meaning as possible. Roll it. But I understand what you're doing. I gotta make the call on that one. He is going to uh, cause you to roll. A DC 12. I shouldn't have told you that. Constitution saving throw. Take okay. it back. Roll a constitution for me. I mean, that doesn't necessarily matter. Also, that spell still, might not look like the sun, so... You still yeah. either make it or don't. Huh? Six. Huh? Six? No, oh, shoot, y'all. <laughs> so, uh, as that fire burns on his face, the basilisk has just ripped around to try to get Jack. He doesn't, but he knows who's hurting him worse. And he stares at Arlo... And as he does, Arlo, your your eyes meet the basilisk's eyes, and you can feel everything in you and about you get heavier. Your soul itself begins to have a weight four thousand times more than it once was. Dang. And starting at your feet and at the ends of your fingers and moving towards your body, you begin can to I do turn. A, can I have a reaction on to this? stone? Oh. You can speak, or I you can, can speak? move. You can move your. You can pose at this point. You can pose. And oh, when your next. Man comes around, you will be able to make another constitution saving throw to see if you can stop this. Okay. Right. So essentially what you're, you could personify now, you trying to force this off of you. Okay. Alright, so... But you are turning to stone. I am buckling down. I strike a heroic pose. Okay. And I tell Bird, Bird, stay behind me. Okay. <laughs> Bird immediately, like, he's, yeah, he's thinking about going back there. Oh, uh, like, three feet of it. Yeah, Bird, Bird, Bird <laughs> says, Come on! No friend. <laughs> As he looks, at, peeks out of his eye, uh, and that's going to be the basilisk's turn. Except that he is going to take his movement speed, and he is going to move twenty feet closer. Boom, boom, boom. Hmm. As you turn to stone, bad news. I don't want to turn to stone. I know you don't. I don't make good furniture. Yeah. All right, Grimly, it is your turn. Uh, how far away is the basilisk? Forty from feet from you. Forty feet. Yep. Okay, I'm going to. Um, Try to hit it. I'm gonna close my eyes and move forward. Okay, thirty. Yep, all the way. All right. And then when I get there, I'm gonna activate the necrotic shroud. Cool. Which uh, your eyes become dark pools, skeletal ghostly wings sprout from your back, and creatures that can see you within ten feet are frightened unless they succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. So he do that. Uh, he rolled a six for wisdom. Ooh, no, he frightened. And so the basilisk rears back. Now, remind me of the frightened condition, because yeah. I forget. Let me let me do a search, because I do forget as well. Rules. Let's check it out. So, Zagrim, do you say or do anything as you move forward? 
Um, and how do you do? You like how are you cut? You just close you your eyes and you put your arms up. I just close my eyes. I can't put my arms up because then I can't punch things. Right. Yeah. Fist <laughs> out. Um. A right. frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within its line of sight. Uh, the creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. Okay, cool. Gotcha. So he's got disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. Um, sounds good. Cool. Um, so I have, my mom's having DVD player troubles. Um, I, Sorry, folks at home. <laughs> I know that derails your evening or morning. <laughs> well, a message just popped up on my phone, and it sure, derailed I understand. my train of thought. Uh, so you get closer. You're ten feet yeah. away, and he is frightened. I'm obviously. going to cast a spiritual weapon as whale. Okay. Um, you create a floating spectral weapon within range. I'm cast. I'm creating the um, hammer. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna just cast it like right in front of me. Okay. Because I yeah. And on a hit, you make so a melee I'm, spell attack. On a hit, the target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Okay. So purple, I'm, a big purple hammer. I'm just appears. gonna like, I'm just gonna put it kind of like a few feet in front of me, and then I'm just gonna have it spin around. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where gotcha. the thing oh, is. Oh, Josh, I wonder if you could have used the mirror. That's what I was doing. Was like I was gonna use it as a reaction. <laughs> so I'm gonna um, give you a disadvantage on this still though, because your eyes are closed. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> what you got? Nineteen. That'll hit. That'll hit. Roll that damage. What was your higher one? For eighteen. Thirty. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that, it still hits. No, it's disadvantage. So yeah. 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 Um. For he takes ten damage. Okay. So he is afraid of you. He cannot move closer to you. He shrieks and like Sean shakes his head, and he takes a big old smack on the face with a hammer. And okay. And then that's it. That's all I do. Cool. Uh, Arlo, it is your turn. Okay. Um, you. What was the thing about the dagger throwing? Roll another like thirty forty. Okay. Twenty sixty. Twenty sixty. Gotcha. Fifteen. You succeed. What? Nice. You know something about you can do like two. If you're just using daggers, you can use two of them, or you can use one as a bonus action. Or so something. does that use my my action yeah. to to succeed as on? Yeah, that's, that's going to be your action okay. to succeed um, on the save. But with this turn, you, you stop turning to stone. So your your the the stone was almost up to your face. Uh, sneeze. <coughs> oh. That's a free one. <coughs> oh, goodness, excuse me. The, uh, the stone had made it right up past your nose, um, and you used all your constitution-y druidness to push that stone back down and out through your fingers, and the stone cracks around you and drops off. Nice. I would like it. So I don't really have any extra turns. Do I have bonus action? Uh, I guess you could do a bonus action. Nice. All right, I'm going to use my bonus action to drive my sphere of flame. Towards said creature. All right. Actually, he just he moved through it with his turn. Wait, did, is there something about a turn that he has to take damage with on that spell? If he ends his turn within five feet. Oh, he should have taken more damage earlier because okay. he, he kind of walk pressed himself through it. Two d six. So he would have taken four and six as ten. Okay, cool. Um, so he took that Bernie damage. Now he he walked through it. So now you're you're he walked twenty feet. And how oh, the also he took 2d8 for uh, you said you said five, yeah, blade, right? Yep, that's my bad, y'all. 
Y'all gotta keep track of them spell effects for me. We work I got on three homies to take care I of. I thought he might have stepped around it or something. I wasn't. But no, yeah. Narratively, I didn't know he stepped through the fire. Sorry, yeah. The, that I is had, much more frightening. Yeah, had, oh, yeah. yeah that's had, terrifying. Had a lot to describe. Um, apologies to that, everybody, for that, everybody. But, uh, uh, question how, What's the diameter of that spear again? Five feet. I can move it 30 feet as a bonus action okay, upon my so turn. He was out of it. He was out of it, but still close to enough to take damage. So now at the end of his tail is that sphere. As you do the bonus action, where would you like to put it? Uh, right on top of his big old head. Back of his face. Okay, yeah. cool. You can move the sphere up to 30 feet. If you ram the sphere into a creature, that creature must make a saving throw against the sphere's damage. If you uh, ram the sphere into them? Yeah. Okay, so I do a saving throw. Yep. Ooh, crit fail. Cool. Nice. The double damage? No. Just regular damage. Okay. Good try, though. <laughs> hey, I'm trying, I'm trying. So 2d6 is 3 and 1, so he takes 4 more damage. Alright, cool. Um, this basilisk is taking the hits. And yeah, so the fire again is around his face, and he's just. Very Arlo, upset about always this. the power. Can, our, the can Arlo move at this? Like, is he fully unstoned? Uh, yeah, you're unstoned. So <laughs> okay. I, I'm interpreting the spell ceasing as you're no longer unlike. It's not like you were turning the stone and now your legs are still stone or something. Okay. I'm saying you're completely unstoned. Can I turn to Burb? Yeah. Burb, I told you'd be alright. Okay! <laughs> Burb is very alarmed at all this. Um, Jack, it's your turn. Alright. So there's something about being able to use a light weapon as a bonus action. Swing. Yeah. The uh, like a small dagger or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. So can I throw two daggers? One is my attack action and one is a bonus action. Hmm. Um, I'll say sure. That yeah. Sounds roguish. I'll, call, I'll yeah. call that. That sounds like a Jack thing he would do. All right. Well, I'm gonna run forward. How far ahead of him? How ahead of me is he? Uh, he would, I, got, I ran were, past. Yeah, you're pressing he forward. Dagger. He dashed thirty feet up. He went down twenty feet, so he's about fifty feet away from you at this point. That's I didn't go up. I went. I went oh, straight sorry. across him, and he went down. Okay, so you went kind of like through him. So you kind of went under yeah. him. Yeah. I guess. Okay, cool. My bad. So yeah, if you dashed, you went thirty feet diagonally. He went twenty feet down, so forty feet. All right. <laughs> Carry the two. We're kind of yeah. We're, we're just kind of <laughs> yeah. spitballing here. All right. Um, then I'm gonna move fingers. my movement speed closer, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna throw two daggers. Throw, sweet. Uh, I mean, if you can attack with two daggers, I'll say you can throw two daggers. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But I told him I was like, it's a, I think it's a DM call, or it's yeah. something you'd have to extrapolate from. Twenty-three to hit with one. Yeah, I hit. That's fine by me. And nineteen to hit with the other. Dang guys, yeah. <laughs> Level you're all six. I got plus seven. I'm just getting good rolls on hitting. Yeah. What is it? D4? Um, yeah. We are in Burbs. I think for presence. a dagger it is. All right. So do I add my dex modifier to it as well? I believe yeah. you do. Okay. So that's... I think you only add it to the first one, though. Mm -hmm. It would be you the first roll the you one. add the dex to, the second roll you would not. All right. So that's four plus four... Plus sneak attack damage. So eight plus seven? Yeah. Fifteen. Okay. Alright, so you throw those two daggers and they each stick into his side and he <coughs> He doesn't like that one bit. <coughs> he actually begins to turn as you do that. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, there's no Booming Blade associated with those, is it? No. Booming okay. Blade is a contact only. Uh, Misiko uh, is standing there only 10 feet away. He's going to, with his eyes covered again, press forward with his trident. He's going to close his eyes, grab his trident with both hands, and try to jam it up into the neck or in that area of the basilisk. Oh, God. With disadvantage. Uh, he is going to fail miserably at that one. So he tries to jam the, the, it up there, and in his stepping, he actually just jams it into the dirt. He says, Ah! Got it. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, and he pulls it back, and he actually um, steps backwards away from the basilisk, thus provoking an attack of opportunity on him. Ooh. You fool. Ooh. <clears throat> um, Misko gonna die. Misko about just got hit with attack of opportunity. With a little bitey bitey. Just barely though, actually. Mm. Ooh, bad news on that halfway landing, Misiko. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Misiko will take 10, ten damage. Uh, he was cool while we knew him. <laughs> Okay, Misko takes 10 damage. He gets bit like right in the arm that was holding the trident. And he goes, ah! And he actually drops the trident onto the ground. That happens. Right in front of him. Mm. His eyes still closed. Someone kill this thing! Uh, Burb then fire, or fires another crossbow bolt and says, Got it, friend! <laughs> and he fires the crossbow <laughs> bolt again. With disadvantage, averting his eyes, he is again going to fire and miss. Uh, this time it passes directly over the, uh, the basilisk's <coughs> head. He says, get him this time, right? I think you're getting closer, but uh, I didn't, didn't do nothing. He like, look, he just, with his eyes closed, puts his eyes towards his crossbow and says, come on, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then loads another bolt into it. Uh, it is now the basilisk's turn. The basilisk is going to turn in place. And force Jack to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, I thought it was a deck saving throw you said earlier. No, I misspoke. Well, that's really not good, then, because I have no constitution modifier. 16. But you rolled well. Uh, so you succeed. You feel the heaviness of the gaze of this basilisk because you're forced to look into its <laughs> eyes, but your elven constitution just is able to press the heaviness no, away. <laughs> the, the heaviness already within your darkened, hurting soul presses the darkness away. Uh, and Grim, it is your turn. The basilisk uh, sheds a tear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was my turn? Yeah. I'm going to open my eyes. Okay. Oh. And I see a big old basilisk butt in my face. <laughs> yeah, like his rear left quarter. I'm going <laughs> to run up and punch the uh, the leg, the back, right. back left leg twice. The old rhino kick. Give it the old 19 to hit. That'll hit. And the old, yeah, um, 21 to hit. That'll also hit. Man, lots of good rolls tonight, folks. Um, For y'all. Yeah. Crap. Well, the basilisk don't roll too much. He just looks at people. Yeah, he don't roll too much, and, you know. He he it's not, it's well. not me versus you. I'm trying to make a good story. The only, time I want the only time I want y'all to get hit is whenever it's good with his tail. I got turned into stone for a little bit. If you say 30-something... 30 38? Dang it! <laughs> How is that possible? Um, 
Because it seems I've a got, little high. No, I've got necrotic. I rolled eight on it's the first one. Bird, okay. And it's plus seven. All right. Because um, we, we changed up how Grim does his necrotic stuff. So it's it's stronger now, but it's going to be weaker in the future. Because he's not going to roll an extra D8 in the future. He's just using his um, okay. one of his modifiers. I think it's Wisdom. And I've also got Necrotic Shroud active, which, which adds my level in necrotic damage to my attacks. Ah. Let y'all level up too much. All right. So... That's one punch? No, it's Truly both. not. It's okay, both. I was about to say. Like, I'm calling that. That's not two punch. That's not one punch. Um, how much you said? 38. All right. Basilisk, you punch into the basilisk leg, and you just rip a whole big piece of meat out from the basilisk leg. And, uh, but wait. You... There's more. Oh, God. <laughs> how is there more? Uh, bonus action. Oh. I'm going to use my hammer. I'm going to just bring it okay. right down on the base of his, his tail. For uh, 23... That'll hit. Um, is, Dennis, is there anything 16. less than a 16 on that dice that you rolled? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's that you mean that 13 I rolled before I'm and kidding. that 2 I rolled How's for initiative? What's the damage? Um, I just I just spoke it to you. It was 7 plus the 16. The 16 damage. So, after the big old hit to the thigh and the big old smacker to the tail, the basilisk does not feel good. He hurts badly. He shrieks in pain. His leg is, you know, quartered. You can see bone in his basilisk leg, and his tail is all squished and broke. Uh, and he shouts and rolls. Uh, Arlo, it's your turn, sir. My turn? Yep. Ooh. Okay. I want to... Wait. The basilisk had a turn, right? Oh, he did. You're right. He did not move. He did not move. He but takes he ended, some damage. But he ended his turn, yeah. He y'all gotta help damage. me out with these spell effects, y'all. Uh, yeah, a, you roll damage. That's a six and a two. He took an eight. Okay, actually, uh, we'll say that Zenus's Grimm's hit killed the Basilisk because, uh, you know, the fire burned him up before and made him all upset, and then Grimm came by and smacked him in his booty, and he just couldn't take the pain, and the Basilisk slumps to the ground and gives up the ghost. Since this this is still my turn, I want to turn to Burb. Burb, see, if if you hadn't took that shot, he wouldn't have turned like that. He he wouldn't have ended up a, a, a sandwich fixing over there. I think I think we're gonna have him for dinner. Burb not eat basilisk. You eat but you eat basilisk alone. <laughs> Burby rabbit he shot. <laughs> Come on, Burb, you ain't you ain't lived till you had a basilisk. Um Misiko takes his hand down and he says, Oh sandwich. The basilisk one. Takes a literal page out of Ronald Witherbranch's book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got recipes. <laughs> Misiko pulls this trident out of the ground and says it must have been my my trident that turned him for the killing blow. You can think that I dropped my transformation as well. Okay. Quickly. <sighs> quickly after. Yeah. Shake it off. Shake it off. Okay. You did well for your first battle, I'll give you that. Hmm. Indeed. There's something about this trident that is unwieldy. I don't know, I feel better with my hands. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> So do you not want the trident? No, I keep it. Okay, good. He it is it a gift. His, he puts it on his back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stabbing himself. I'm going <laughs> to retrieve my daggers from the body of the basilisk. Can... And you do what you better no, do. Was no. no, I thought you were done. Bryce did start the sentence first. Yeah, so, so we'll do Bryce and Z. I'm scared that I might have the same idea as him. Just do it. I'm going to, if you will allow it, remove the eyes of the basilisk. I don't know. Just... 
Sure. I don't know if that would be something that would be worth selling later. As, or... as Arthur Morgan would say in Red Dead Redemption 2, sure. <laughs> <laughs> in, in that same line, I mean, I do have a recipe book on, on cooking basilisk. Can I see if I can loot this body for anything usable? Sure. You I was going to roll nature to see if I knew if anything valuable was on it. Okay, roll nature. I've got the book on it. You do. Your eyes begin glowing. It's just for 09. No, I don't know. Well, if you want to roll with help, because you know Arlo does have the book. We'll say Arlo's been pretty vocal about this bad boy. Seventeen. Okay, so yeah, you do definitely know that uh, its meat is not particularly valuable. Uh, its hide uh, is worth a, a decent price because it's so thick. And it's uh, an extra large. Its uh, horn, its spines on the back of it uh, are good. They you can sell them to merchants for pigments that they get a really bright, colorful uh, red. Or um, they also can be made into. Uh, you know other armor pieces and stuff like that with the right person as well as you know that the most valuable portion of them are their eyes sweet i'm gonna leave the eyes for jack and i'm just gonna rip off some spines as many as i can okay you'll need a blade or something i don't know if you're ripping those off but it might take I'll you you can rip them, but you daggers. might damage them yeah jack's jack or jack oh arlo arlo's trying but he's he just doesn't have the strength for it I toss a dagger to you too. Grim, you can definitely roll a strength to see if you can pull one no. with your very hand. No, no, I want you to roll one because if you roll a nat 20, you're revving it right off. Oh, well, I didn't. <laughs> okay. <And it's> <laughs> I rolled a... Uh... What was that? Someone rode their tin can by. <laughs> yeah, no. I would just be ashamed to be in some tuba. vehicle that sounded like that. All right, so Grim and Arlo are slicing spines. It's a bicycle. And Jack is nice. popping eyeballs out. Those eyeballs are probably like, you know, almost... Softball to volleyball. No, they're probably like volleyball sized. Rabbit sized. Big old, big old eyeballs. Nice. So, do you have to handle the eyeballs in any specific way? Like, don't look at the eyeballs, or? Um, I'll let you choose whether you want to have caution or not on that. Because. Yeah, I'm gonna be cautious. Because <laughs> you don't caution know. Is good. Huh? Because you don't know yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you like wrapping them up and like storing them away. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. I like it. What's that was a that was a good battle. The Palantir style from Lord of the Rings, like Don't the, know who the eye. Be watching. Yeah, yeah. I was about, I was about to say like the eye. So. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, Pull it out the water. Do we roll to see how many we can get? Uh, yeah, sure. Roll, I mean, roll, you can roll, spend roll. all night if you want. So if you I'm, want, I'll spend a while. I yeah. rolled a two. Does that mean I get two eyes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. If, yeah. Nice. <laughs> roll, roll, roll a uh, animal handling. Animal handling <laughs> in the most literal sense. <laughs> we will handle that thing. I get advantage on it. Woohoo! Right, 21. That's you a, get a lot. 13 and uh, an 8. <laughs> yeah. How long do you want to spend doing this? Um, Half hour? It's been a while. Yeah. All right. How long would it take to get them all? It would probably take you a good, you know, 12 hours to get them all. There's a lot of spines and they're tough. It's not easy to pull them off. 12 hours. Brown, you know what? When are we going to have this opportunity again? Jack, you got your fillet knife. I'd already had I want one. to get them all. There you go. I roll high for strength, or for getting the animal handling. Well, sure. While you're doing this, why don't I go and get the cart, and I'll bring it back here. And that we can sounds load good. everything up. That's yeah. a good idea. I'm just asking. In fact, we could load up the basilisk and pluck scales as we go. Its size varies. I don't think that's possible. How big is it? It's bigger than your wagon. <laughs> it's like 15 feet? Then that is a large beast. How big is your wagon? I was picturing a fairly sizable, like... Like I picture maybe a ten foot wagon. Yeah. I picture this bad boy is about twenty feet long. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's a large beast, Keith. Well, I said he's bigger than normal. 
Okay. As as they're debating going to get the wagon and stuff like that, I um, thought he was like nine feet tall. Ar- so. Arlo is like up in this thing. Okay, like, I'm gonna go get the wagon. <laughs> He's cutting him up. Yeah, <clears throat> like up in there. Like gotcha. you can't see Arlo at this point. Gotcha. The reason I was asking for a time limit is I was gonna you know plug your good roll of how many you got into how long you want to spend there. If you want to get them all, I mean it's gonna take you a while, but you can do it. And your good roll, of course, shortens that amount of time. Um, but I just didn't know if you want to like, oh, we want to go back to camp in an hour, and so I'll just Let's take what I can get in the time, but it's, it's up to y'all. You let me know. That's what I, that was my thinking for asking. I'm going to go get the wagon. You. Musico, would you like to walk with me to get the wagon? Certainly, I will join you. Excellent. How many of these do you want to get, Arlo? Well, let's find out how many you got. Don't do this to me, Arlo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't he, do it. He has 30 spines, 30 spines. down his back. Thirty spines. He's a big bad boy. How 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 many will twenty one get me? Or you still want to do it based on time for an hour? Yeah, I feel like you'd probably be able to get you know six or seven off in an hour. Good God! It's like cutting. It's like cutting. You know, his skin is all but organic stone. You know, it's it's tough. I'll just rot the base of him off. Hey, and then pluck him. I like this plan. I like yeah, I this plan. I guess you want to funnel necrotic energy through your finger and stuff. That's going <laughs> to take some, that's gonna take some delicacy, and I feel like that's not going to be a whole lot faster. But um, I was talking about just like literally rot the scales around it and then just like pluck it off. Gotcha. You do it's, you it's, do it's, that? It's, you you roll high. You do that. I'll say you get it with that method. You up your you up it to ten. You're able to speed it up enough to get ten of them. Ten in an hour. Okay, that's three hours. Three hours. Let's do it. Yeah. Arlo right. dies back in. Okay. See, Burb is appalled at all this. Burb is. Burb is just like he's he's almost sickened by the the dicing up of this animal. Burb, Burb you just see Arlo's head sticking. Burb, here, here, here. I'm just yeah. like handing him stuff. Hold on, that. Burb's stomach uh, began to turn whenever the dagger went into the eye socket. <laughs> it hadn't stopped turning since then. While they're doing that, can I? We slept for two hours. Can I spend the other two getting? A short rest. I don't understand the value. Um, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you gonna do that at camp? Huh? You gonna do that at camp? I'm just chilling on the wagon. I don't have to sleep. So. Okay. So you're gonna let me go drive while you? Yeah. Chill. Pretty much. Okay. So yeah, he does that, and he gets. He, he, uh, later in about two hours or three hours or so, <coughs> uh, you know, Jack and Misiko pull up on the wagon to a, you know, gutted basilisk. Do I regain health for that? Oh uh, yeah, you get a. I mean, you go back if you, all you need is four hours is for your rest. I don't know how if resting like you like if I took four hours last night and four hours tonight it adds up to a full. Um, yeah, yeah, you get your damage back, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Arlo is visibly covered in basilisk fluids. Yeah, you're you're all covered in blood. Absolutely. Yeah. Grim, your your clothes are probably pretty bloody from rotten flesh and hanging out on his back and stuff. Um, so yeah, Musico rolls up and he says. Ah, very well. It looks like you're almost done. Where's Grim? <laughs> Just crawls out of the mouth. <laughs> there was some on the inside. <laughs> um, and by this point, the sun is beginning to come up. It is. It, you can, it's, it's early morning. You can the 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 sounds of morning are beginning to occur while it's still dark. And you can see on the horizon the light of the sun. Is rising and it is a new day in Medine. So, uh, what will happen with this day? Who knows? Where will they go? What will they do? And what's a basilisk, uh, you know, spine worth? Will Arlo get a bath? Uh, who knows? 
But find out next week on Dungeon Boys. Thank you so much for watching. Actually, next week will be a recap. So we'll go through the last ten episodes. We will have a short recap episode, getting you up to speed for the next ten episodes. And then the following week, we will get back to what happens after you kill a basilisk here in Medine. See so, you then. thanks everybody for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. If you're here, if you're watching on YouTube, you know, hit like, subscribe, do all that stuff. If you're listening to us on iTunes, be sure to write a review. If you love this show and you'd like to help us make it better, be sure to go to patreon.com slash tankmedianetwork for some cool rewards. There's one donation tier where you'll get the name, uh, you can name some NPC characters for us if you decide to donate at that level. Uh, but we would love to have that. In the meantime, remember finally that we love you very much. Uh, toodles. Later.